But if a guy says that he's six foot on the dot, <laughs> he's definitely under. He's definitely more like a 5'10", maybe 5'11", yeah. on a good day. Yeah. And those, what are they? The Aaron Williams. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, hey, I'm Claude. Hey, I'm Bex. And this is The Feminine Urge. Being at opposite ends of our 20s, we hope to offer different perspectives on life, work, and relationships, and similar feminine urges that we both have, with hopefully a few lols along the way. Because we think we're fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, cheers. Hey, cheers. (laughs) Welcome. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the feminine urge. Welcome, everybody. Maybe we should just start with a little intro overview of what this podcast is going to all be about. Yeah. Basically, we want to talk about experiences that we've had, different feminine urges that we've had, and how we've coped with them or dealt with them. Or not coped with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and talk to each other through it. Yeah. And we've had a few Minty Bees on the way along. A lot there, of Minty there Bees. There have been quite a few voice memos um, that have come about as a result of said Minty Bees. Um, mental breakdown if you're not up with the lingo <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of people can relate to the sheer amount of voice memos that you send to your bestie and then you say oh my god should we just start a podcast <laughs> so this is what we're doing and here we are we're doing here a podcast and sharing experiences that we've had um, over the last like we while with being friends but also what we're about to experience mm-hmm um and we are sort of each other's therapists and we're not saying that we are qualified therapists either no, no. um in fact we're strong advocates for therapy if massive. that's something that you're thinking about definitely yeah do it it's yeah. great it's great it's just like a third party totally friend that you can catch up with and yeah. they've got no loyalties to you or anyone you're talking about so they'll just be honest Mm -hmm. and I think we also know that there's obviously heaps of stuff happening in the world right now um or just like in everybody's general lives and everyone's day to day and we're not saying that these are like the biggest issues in the world but we want to offer like a safe place where you can listen to your podcast on your hot girl walks or just while you're doing work yeah and it's not groundbreaking stuff no you know it's it's there's yeah there's definitely bigger issues going on in the world but um it's just a bit of fun it's just a bit of light-hearted entertainment so pour yourself a gnt and um we hope you laugh along with us yeah come for the rise (laughs) yeah let's go cheers cheers. What are you sipping on today, Bex? I've got a little Malfi lemon gin and tonic with a little lemon in here too. Shit, that's fresh. That is fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Some ASMR. (laughs) Don't forget we've got our emotional support water bottles as well. Oh, yeah. Hey, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Um, And obviously this is through the medium of just audio waves only, but... If you were looking at us right now, Bex is wearing an all black outfit. I'm wearing Standard. an all, I'm wearing an all white outfit. Yes. Bex's bottle is black. My bottle is white. So we're really just the yin and yang. Except I'm brunette and you're blonde. So well, we've got to keep it, you know. Yeah. So it really is Spicy. a yin and yang moment. Yes. Yeah. Now I wanted to talk about rib of the week, which is a bit that I reckon will be funny if we talked about this every single week. But before we even get into that. I think we should probably explain what how rib is. Yeah. So basically, it's this 
It's, like, it's an inside joke. It's a little bit lame, but it's an inside joke, but we want everyone in on it. Yeah. Because it makes total sense. So please get in on our inside <laughs> joke because <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. Everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome. So basically, if you're having a major, something is just not going right. You've got rib on your brow. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'll voice memo Bex and I'll be like, oh, gal, I've got some rib to tell you about. And I'll just basically send through three one-minute-long voice memos of me explaining this absolute major that I've had at work or life or whatever. But do you want to explain how rib of rib on the brow yeah. even came about? Yeah. So um, it was one summer's night and we were having a flat dinner up at Lillian. Shout out, your bride is the best. Yeah. And I'd probably drunk a little bit too much. I was still coherent and I was still there for the flat dinner. And I was sitting opposite Claude. You, you came honing around the corner. Yeah, I probably <laughs> downplaying that. I came in with quite Hot. the glow on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've got some photos of that night and you're just yeah. shiny red. <laughs> yeah. Like a stop sign. Yeah. <laughs> um, should have stopped, didn't. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so I was sitting opposite Claude and I was explaining um, sort of something I was going through at the time. I can't even remember because mm. the story kind of overtakes it. Um, and I was explaining to Claude what was going on and she just stopped me halfway through my sentence and I actually had a bit of um, lamb rib seasoning from the food that I was eating just on my brow. (laughs) Just right there. Just right there. Just resting. Um, And Claude just stopped me and she said, Bex, you just got to stop there. You've got rib on your brow. And that was just where it started. And, you know... It just kept going. Yeah, yeah, it does. And there's different levels of rib on the brow. Mm. You can mm. have the seasoning, which is sort of like a light major. You'll probably overcome it in a couple of hours. And then there's the full rack. Um, and that's a like real major. borderline life-threatening yes, situation. Like yeah. There's a lot of things at stake. Maybe it's multiple seasonings <laughs> on the brow. Like, you've just got quite a bit going it's on. Got, you've got <laughs> a lot on. Yeah. You've got a lot on your plate. Yeah, you got, yeah. There's a lot of rib on the brow. Yeah. And so we're just like, just get that off. Just yeah, flip just, that rib off. Just get rid of that. So what's been your rib of the week? Oh, mine's pretty topical this week. <laughs> oh. um, if not globally, I managed to catch the spicy cough the I spicy got, flu I got the spicy, I got the spicy flu. flu yeah feel yeah. bad for celebrating because obviously it is a big um, global pandemic mm. but if you're not crying you're laughing or yeah. laughing crying whatever way it is if you don't laugh you cry <laughs> exactly yeah. um, there were so a few tears there were a few yeah. tears yeah there was so Claude tell me what your rib of the week was um, also topical um, I moved into a new flat this week and fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fresh. Didn't know um, the people who I was moving in with, which was quite full, quite quite cool. Full yeah. on, but yeah, nice. Real fun. It's like a six person flat, including me, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but basically, one of my flatmates, poor thing, she got COVID. Uh, and so we were all locked down in this flat <laughs> for ten days together, together forever. with these people who I had just met. Yeah. So, honestly, there's nothing like a good old 10-day lockdown to really get to know a new yeah. bunch of people. Yeah. So, I mean, there's positives and negatives to that, Rib. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's the whole rack. Yeah. But it's yeah. certainly, yeah, it was certainly um, quite the experience mm. having to kind of go full Monty into a new flat. And I think with all our ribs, 
whether it's the seasoning or it's the rack, we always try find what that positive is. Like yeah. It's always trying to figure out what that lesson is. Yeah. And I mean, for me, it was obviously getting to know my flatmates really well. Yeah. And getting to... Breaking the ice. Just really... Yeah. It's not like <laughs> being around people 24 hours a day to break the yeah. ice. Yeah. And it was actually really cute. Like, my flatmate, mm. she, um, we went into her room one night and we had a glass of wine. Cute. And we did, like, little tarot card readings. Yeah. yeah. It was really sweet. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah. So, hey, look, it was a rib for, obviously, not being able to leave the house. But um, we, you know, we found the silver lining mm. to that room. <laughs> So following on from your rib of the week experience, I thought a good topic to unpack in that (laughs) um, would be just the whole general idea and issue of body image. Moreover, negative body image is what I'm getting at. So do you want to just talk about the whole issue that you faced around not being able to go to the gym and kind of Mm. that impact that it took on your mental health and Mm. therefore your body image yeah so I think when I was heading up north um on my way to do my 10 days of isolation I was driving up there and I said to myself gal you're either going to love yourself at the end of this (laughs) or you're going to hate yourself but there was no in between being extroverts I love being around friends. It's where I get my energy. It's where I thrive. I love being there for my friends. It's, um, yeah, it's where I get a lot of my energy. So being stuck in isolation for 10 days, I was sort of thought I was going to be confronted with being by myself for that long and how my mental state was essentially going to cope with that. (laughs) However, as it turned out, it was actually the part of isolation that I absolutely thrived in. I loved having those 10 days by myself and just sort of taking time to sit back, be in the house by myself, go for silly little walks. (laughs) Silly little anxious walks. Um, And I think I got confronted with how much I rely on my mental health being associated with being able to move and go to the gym and work out and go Pilates. Because you don't really realise how much moving and just movement and exercise mm. actually does impact your mental health like I know if I don't go to the gym or I don't do a walk or I just mm. don't move my body I notice it in how I am with other people like I just feel like there's cloud around me and I feel festery mm. and I just feel like real just spicy to people absolutely <laughs> you know? spicy is a good way so to put spicy. it <laughs> you're like what is this and then you go for a workout and you're like oh there it is I'm yeah back. and it's not even like a workout it's mm, just going a for walk. a walk yeah or... just getting outside yeah like if you've been stuck in the office all day and you go for a 10 minute mm. walk at lunch you're like oh my oh, god yeah you're like I'm a new back. person yeah it's like I've just been for a two-day bush walk and then you come back all rejuvenated <laughs> yeah I definitely used to use going to the gym and going for walks and things like that as a release and a way to relax. But over the last wee while, I think I was now using all the exercise that I was doing was directly connected to my body and what I looked Mm. like. And I was just almost becoming probably borderline obsessive. And it was starting to turn into rather than like body image, it was like body negativity. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think it was more day three, day five, between day three and day five, I was pretty much horizontal on the couch. I couldn't get up. And my body felt like lead. 
but I couldn't switch off that part of my brain that was telling me you need to work out like you haven't worked out and what what has it been like a week now you know you move every day and I'd walk into the bathroom and I'd look at myself in the mirror and you start picking at things yeah, yeah. and when you compare it to going to the gym after five days you're going to see no change yeah. so after five days of not working out nothing's going to change either yeah but it's incredible how my mind was just like, oh, no, definitely looking a bit puffy there. But you you know that nothing has changed. Yeah. Absolutely nothing has changed. So yeah. what is it in your brain that's telling you that, yeah. oh, that's looking a little bit fluffy or that's looking a little bit more like this? Yeah, and it's just the total association with not being able to move. Right. And then not being able to switch off that part of my brain that was like, you're dealing with a virus that has killed people worldwide and is continuing to do so and now you're dealing with it yourself and you're still obsessing over working out and going to the gym and eating well you can't actually just take 10 days to just relax and do the right thing for your body which was just to lie there and literally be horizontal (laughs) and let your body recover from this virus that's killed people i know did you almost feel a little bit like guilty Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And guilt in both senses Mm. where it's guilty that I'm not working out and then guilty that I'm speaking to myself like this. You you just can't afford yourself just the kind of kindness to just be nice to your body and just take the time to relax and just settle down and just be chill. And how cooked is it (laughs) that I was literally battling a virus and I'm still like, oh, are you going to go for a walk? Oh, are you going to do a workout? It's like, no, no. woman, <laughs> lie down. <laughs> just relax. Just relax. Just, just relax, eh? Yeah. yeah. So it was very interesting things that I learned. And I also did learn later that um, I experienced quite a lot of brain fog in COVID as mm-hmm. well, um, mm-hmm. which some people experience, some people don't, where I experienced quite a lot of it. I got an email <laughs> that I literally couldn't understand when I was at my peak sickness. And I read it and I was like, what? is this person asking of me read it when I was healthy it made total sense and I just like didn't understand <laughs> yeah. that so there is an it's like element. baby brain but COVID brain exactly like it, it, I'm pretty sure I don't know I'm not a doctor but <laughs> I think or it's pregnant but I've heard that it can like shrink like literally it shrinks your brain like I like not afford that <laughs> We're at, <laughs> we're kind of yeah, yeah, right on the boundary. Yeah. Right? Um, so there is a part that COVID does actually make you obsessive um, to a certain degree as well. So with oh. the brain fog, there is an element of it. So I do think that that was coming into a play a little bit, but I also believe that I was probably already dealing with a little bit of these body image issues mm-hmm. and then having to be in a, in isolation by myself for 10 days just made it very apparent and very aware to me and then on the plus side of that I had 10 days to basically acknowledge that this was an issue what I was going to do about it what it meant why I was feeling like this and how I was going to deal with it afterwards Wow. Okay. That mm. seems pretty heavy. Mm. That's some pretty heavy stuff to be dealing with all the while you're basically immobile and you can't yeah. move or think properly. Mm. So how did you kind of get yourself out of that rut? I, f- I was really lucky that obviously it was time. I mean, yeah. how often do you have 10 days 
unless you're on holiday and you can travel the world, but at the moment we can't do that. (laughs) So how often do you have 10 days where you can actually just self-assess and recognize what the problem is and then how you're going to deal with it? Uh, So what I did was probably the first few days was just recognizing that there was a real issue there. Every time I walked into the bathroom, I was kind of like, oh, gal, why do you keep doing that? So it's having that first self-awareness and being Mm -hmm. able to actually acknowledge that there's an issue there. And I think that comes with a lot of things in life. You have to acknowledge that you do have an issue with, I don't know, it could be anything, alcohol, working too hard, partying too hard. Yeah. You know? I'm not related. I'm like, oh my God. Oh no. (laughs) Oh Oh, no. no. (laughs) I need another 10 days. (laughs) Um, So that was the first step. And then... I then need to sort of look deep within and understand why it is that I work out. So as fluffy as it sounds, it's working out. What is your why? Yeah, why are you working why? out? Like your reasons. Exactly. And yes, there definitely is an element that is to look good because yeah. everyone wants to look good naked. Yeah. Like, you know, like look good, yeah. feel good. Yeah, totally. But um, I feel like you might have been taking look good, feel good to the extreme. Yeah. Where in your mind you were like, oh yeah, it's look good, feel good. But it's actually yeah. like you gotta you gotta feel good and you gotta look good yeah because at the end of the day you've mentally got to feel good in order to look good I think I mean a lot of it comes from within you know Mm -hmm. so then it was sort of understanding why do I go to the gym and I or why do I go to reformer pilates shout out reformer Parnell. um (laughs) or why do I go on silly little hot girl walks or why do I want to try out that workout or something and a lot of it is to do with being able to slow my brain down and I work in a pretty high intensity job so it's somewhere that I can actually release not be in front of a computer not be talking to anyone and it's me time and as I said before I'm also a extrovert and it's where I catch up with my friends you know you and yeah. I love to go on a Saturday morning and then get the yummy little coffee smoothie oh my god my the coffee smoothies are my dad's they're too small though yeah I need double order but with like half the amount of caffeine or I'm gonna like <laughs> rail out of there it's too much <laughs> oh my god remember that time <laughs> winding it back yeah, yeah. It was about a year and a half ago now. (laughs) You know what I'm about to say, don't you? Yes. When I didn't, for some stupid reason, (laughs) didn't realize that there was caffeine in pre-workout. Yeah. And so I had a scoop of your pre-workout. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a full scoop. It was a full-on scoop. And I was like, this will be good. (laughs) Pop it in there, shake it up, go to my workout. And then I think I had just like a normal coffee afterwards Mm. as well. Go back to the flat, and I was like pacing around. I was sweating. <laughs> I could not sit still. I was like pacing up and down the deck. I was like, "What is this?" Feeling? And I remember and then, you like walking around, and you like lie on the deck, like try to be in the sun, getting vitamin D, and you like, "No, can't no, go, no, oh, no, 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 is that bad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if I have pre-workout, I don't have a coffee after. Oh, I should have known. Yeah. 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 I should have given you the how to. Just the <laughs> My bad. I don't know where I thought you got the energy from in pre-workout. Yeah. But yeah. I totally. It was caffeine. Mm, science. Yeah. Science. <laughs> science, bitch. So anyway. Um, so anyway, so it was reassessing, I guess, my values and what working out doing activities, going for walks and all of that meant, which had the plus side of looking good at the end, not being the reason that I'm working out. And I'm not saying that I'm heavily overweight or really shredded or 
anything else. You're hot, <laughs> Can I add? Hey, thanks. Looking chic. <laughs> Looking strong. Exactly. Yeah. So And just feeling good. And just feeling good. So yeah. it's removing the so it's removing the negativity that when I go to the gym, it's like lift those heavier weights or yeah. do those extra yeah. 10 burpees because like yeah. this is going to make that look good. It's just like, no, I know what it means to be in isolation for 10 days and physically cannot pick up my emotional support water bottle <laughs> off the ground and bring it up to my mouth or even just walk from the living room to the kitchen, which was about four paces. <laughs> And have to have a two-hour nap afterwards. Yeah. I understand what it means to not be able to do any of that. So Just feeling gratitude in the movement yeah, that you're doing. Yeah, and not putting so much pressure on myself to work out every day and yeah. do the hardest hit class. It's like, yeah. nah, just, if you don't feel like working out, don't do it. Nah. And it's totally. so fine. <laughs> yeah, it's so fine. And nothing's yeah. going to change. Nothing's going to change. Because also, I feel like almost if you do too much working mm. out, if you work out too much, if you're going to the gym every single day you're actually putting a lot of stress on your body yeah and um i heard the other day that when you're working out and you're doing you know you're tearing that's exactly what you're doing you're tearing yeah. your muscles it's creating inflammation as in your body as you said that i imagine the rock dj <laughs> video <laughs> clip have you seen that um, my boom, boom is showing <laughs> i'm too young <laughs> anyway as you were i'll show you later <laughs> So you're tearing your muscles, mm. you're creating inflammation in your body, and you're creating just your cortisol levels are rising and everything. So that can, you should definitely do your own research on this, yes. but um, that can, you know, create high stress environments mm. where your body just can't relax and it can't actually yeah. like, metabolize properly. So mm. often if you're working out too much, you're just creating more stress in your body that yeah. doesn't need to be there. And I think when you're running at a really high stress site that you actually don't do anything beneficial for your muscles and your body no, anyway not. because yeah. your body, it goes right back to caveman days and mm. your body thinks that you're in fight or flight and you're trying to run for the line that's about to capture your whole family. Yeah. Your body genuinely doesn't know the difference between you being in a hit class and you running from a line. It yeah. thinks it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you. I think you and I have talked about it with doing hit classes in the morning. Mm. I'm so much more stressed at work the day after. I am too. I've I mean, noticed, the day off, sorry. Yeah, the day off. If I mm. do a grit class or if I do a ceremony or a conquer class mm. in the morning the whole day I'm just like Ugh. yeah I can't relax and I can yeah. feel it I can feel my heart I get like heart palpitations <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like is this from the gym class what am I doing yeah or is it from my work I don't know but if I do it in the evenings it's so much better because mm. I can just absolutely smash it out yeah because I've got the energy I'm kind of using it as a more of a decompression exactly. tool rather than going in the mornings and I'm pumping that cortisol through my body and then drilling through my body really early on mm. and then it stays with you for hours and hours and yeah. hours afterwards yeah you can't calm down and i think that's drawing it back to what i was saying before as to why i'm working out and it is to decompress yeah. it's not to be on my phone it's not to be on emails it's not talking to anyone yeah so and it's just going and you you can tap on a couple yeah. of extra weights if you're feeling like it or yeah. don't no yeah. one's looking at you exactly no one is looking nobody's looking at you that's the other thing oh my god how yeah. many times have you been to the gym like humor me here how yes. many times have you been to the gym looked at people's weights and thought <laughs> fuck they're weak <laughs> never never there's a reason that there is mirrors in the gym and it's to look at yourself you look at yourself <laughs> you're walking past the mirror and you're like you like that you like that you like show yourself a little mm, jug in the trunk you're like, yeah, 
I mean, to be fair, if there's like a hot, cute boy or a hot, cute she or whatever. A little eye candy. Yeah, you're looking. But no one's actually looking at you to call you out for being weak or not doing enough unless they're a PT then yeah, that's again different it's getting a little bit but by and large mm. like no one's actually looking at you because I don't give a shit because they're looking at themselves this <laughs> <laughs> house is probably like the most narcissistic place you can hang out and it's okay it is I think the gym is yeah it's a real cesspit of narcissism yeah. <laughs> but it's perfect because you're going there for you yeah. and that's the whole it's the whole point it's the whole point you're going there for you no matter yeah. if it's just to release and it's just to go for a stretch and just not talk totally, to anyone and totally. leave your phone in your bag yeah. or it's just a change in scene or it's just to get out of the office no matter what reason that you're going for it it needs to have some sort of positive impact and not be such like a negative mindset like do that harder class because you need to do this or yeah. you need to look like that or you know you ate that really big burger yesterday yeah, it's just like yeah. no it's no, mental just, health baby it's all mental health baby <laughs> nice yeah yeah I totally agree and for me I think the gym is one of those places that I feel really confident because yeah girl because I am like a tall girl I'm a little bit more broad a little bit like she's hot (laughs) (laughs) kind of a bit like a swimmer um but I yeah I have that slightly more athletic body so obviously people go to the gym to get shredded and I'm obviously not saying that I'm like shredded but like <laughs> I just feel really confident when I walk in there because I'm a little bit more mu- on the muscly side so when I put on my like tighter leggings I'm just like yeah, yeah. and um as ta- you should uh, yeah I mean as everyone should um but it's taken me a long while to get there because I used to never do anything that I thought would put on muscle you know like I'd never touch anything to do with like my arm that would like put muscle on my arms I would always um, lean towards high cardio workouts Mm. um yeah I just I would I wouldn't really touch anything that I think would make me look bulky but now it's the same as you like now I'm just going so that I can feel good mentally I just Mm. go for the movements I enjoy the movements I enjoy feeling fit and I enjoy Mm. feeling strong yeah um and I enjoy that feeling when you can like squat a heavy bar and you, yeah, can, like, yeah. you can put on a couple of extra weights because you're like, I enjoy the feeling of like pushing through a yeah. workout and getting to the end and be like, yeah, I did that. Nice. It's the feeling of accomplishment that exactly. I'm chasing rather than the feeling of, oh yeah, I did that so that I'm going to look like this. Yeah. It's like, I did that and I, that's it. That's great. That you is know? such a great mindset. And I yeah. think that word accomplishment is such a nice word to put it in because all yeah. to put it as... Because it is what you're doing, whether it's accomplishing that you even walked into the gym that day. Like, yeah. that's accomplishment You got itself. up and you did it. Mm. You know, you got yourself out of bed. Yeah. And you got there. <laughs> but it's, and it's just a mindset shift. And yeah. that goes for body image as well. Mm. Um, you know, like, this is the body that I was born into. My dad's six foot five. Yeah. I was obviously going to be very tall. Yeah. I've got size 41 feet. <laughs> I am right <laughs> at the cutoff. <laughs> My feet pray to god they don't get any <laughs> i heard that when you're pregnant your feet can grow and they don't get any smaller do they come back down no no they don't. They, no, they, get, they get bigger and they don't get any smaller so it's gonna be slides and heavy atmosphere it's gonna be i'm gonna have to get like a willow shoe <laughs> subscription <or something. laughs> how oh. okay well that's an issue for another day yeah um but yeah like i i'm six foot tall mm. um and that's kind of there's no two ways about it Mm. I am 184 centimeters I measured myself the other week (laughs) 
Um, but it is quite funny when I go out um, and I'm talking to guys and they're like, wow, you're pretty tall. I'm like, yeah, I'm six foot. And they're like, no, <laughs> what? No, I'm six foot. <laughs> what? And I'm like, no, buddy. No, my short king. <laughs> You are five foot ten. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. when they get so defensive. They're like so it. defensive, but there's a science behind it. So, um, <laughs> love this. No, there is. I'm telling you. So, um, if a guy says that they're over six foot, so they're saying they're six one or six two, you can trust that they're telling the truth because everyone knows how tall six foot is. So there's no way they could bullshit you. Like if they're saying they're six two, they're going to be like pretty tall. Mm. But if a guy says that he's six foot on the dot, <laughs> he's definitely under, he's definitely more <laughs> like a five ten, maybe five eleven yeah. on a good day. Yeah. And those, what are they? The Iron Williams. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> he's just rounding up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause I mean, he's like, mm, He's a little bit embarrassed about the fact that he's 5'10", maybe 5'11". So I'm Guys six love foot. to six round foot. out, don't they? Don't they? Mm. They just love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm six foot. Why would I lie about that? Yeah. If I could say I was 5'10 or 5'11, I would. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. there's just my little <laughs> science. More science. Science, science bitch. <laughs> this is a science podcast. <laughs> Again, don't quote us. Yeah, don't, yeah. Do your own research. <laughs> hey, cheers. cheers. So rather than fulfillment coming from the way that we look and the way that we present and the way that people look at us and perceive us, what are some other strategies to get self-fulfillment in life? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Mm, I really like that. Loaded question, yeah, isn't it? Deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot in here. <laughs> I, I know that I personally, this is actually something I talked to my therapist about recently. I had to answer all these different questions about um, how I interact with different people in my life, whether it's work, family, love, whatever it is, and what I like to bring to the table. And there was a massive common theme in there that I, (laughs) it's not negative, it sounds negative, but I need to be needed. Okay. So I love to be someone in my friends that they come to me for support and advice. And I do. (laughs) (laughs) With every problem, big, medium, small. Yeah. And I love that. And I I, appreciate that. Yeah. And everyone I know who knows you appreciates it so much. And they all come to you for the most sound advice. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, should I just study psychology on the side? I remember one time. Uh, you came into my room and I remember I was having it was in lockdown mm. and it was the same shit different day and both of us had quite a lot of rib on our brows <laughs> yeah it was, it was loaded up loaded up there was yeah. a lot of seasoning and uh you came into my room and you said hey do you have emotional capacity to take on something right now I need to talk to you about something and I don't know what I was dealing with, but I just put all my shit to the side purely because you acknowledged <laughs> that my emotions as well. And I was mm. like, yep, the jug is on, <laughs> spill the tea, what's going on? Aww. And we had such a good chat yeah, about whatever yeah. it was that you needed. And I love that. I thrive off that. I love being able to be a support for my friends, even if it's something that I'm not that familiar with or something that I've been through. Mm. It's being able to be a bit of a sounding board to talk something out. Offer a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's in the workplace, I always come up with a really positive attitude. I'm very much like a glass half full kind of person. 
And I want you to walk away from that meeting and be like, that was really successful yeah. or that was really good or we got a, we actually got somewhere with that conversation. Yeah. yeah. Same with relationships. I am very much someone that I will, which is probably something I need to unpack at a later <laughs> date, but I am happy to put my stuff aside if you're really going through something major and I will wear it with you. Yeah. And that's probably where I get a lot of my fulfillment from is yeah. just like being there. Just for my friends. Oh, it's, lovely. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think Deep question back at you. Oh, smack <laughs> me in the face. <laughs> Roundhouse kick me. Um, I think for me it's getting rid of that if then mentality. So mm. if I look like this, then I'll be happy. Mm. If I get yeah. this job, then I'll be happy. If I buy the next big thing, whatever it is, then mm. I'll be happy. It's getting rid of that if then, if then, if then, because you'll be you're constantly chasing mm. the next thing. Absolutely, it's just being happy and grateful with what you have, rather than striving for the mm. next thing. It's taking taking in your surroundings. It's taking in the people that are around you. Mm. It's nurturing your friendships. Mm. It's nurturing your body. With, and being grateful for what you have, being grateful for the body yeah. that you have and the fact that you are able to move and you are able to jump and you are able to lift and everything. Yeah. Just being happy and grateful that you can do those movements because obviously some people aren't so lucky yeah. to be able to do these things. And it kind of sounds like trusting the process. Yeah. You know, and enjoying the process, which mm. I think is what we've both tried to unpack this whole podcast it's actually just drawing it back and not trying to look for the final destination it's just enjoying the journey too because things are going to pop up that we didn't plan for you know there might be you might get COVID exactly you know (laughs) and then what are you going to do you can't you can't let something like a bump on the road like that because it it is or that's all it is Mm. it's a bump in the road you're going to recover from it you're going to be fine Mm. you can't let that bump in the road completely smack Mm. you across your silly little face Like with your body image issues. Yeah, I know, right? When I got up to my batch when I did the ISO thing, it was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm here by myself. And then it was like, boom, there's two people in this house. It's me and my body image issues. (laughs) Booms in the door. Yeah. Hi. Deal with me. And I think what's really nice from what we're both saying here, it's all about just being grateful mm. and just enjoying mm-hmm. everything that we're doing and finding the why and what we're trying yeah, to do. totally. My dad says this really lovely thing all the time. He says, look where you are. Oh. Isn't that nice? That is so nice. Just, it's so simple. Just look where you yeah. are. Just stop, take it in, take a moment, be mindful, be grateful. Hey, hey cheers. cheers. <laughs> so that was the first podcast done. Tick. And we thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Lots of laughs. There lot- was a lot to unpack there. <laughs> and we didn't actually unpack everything. So we're probably going to film more episodes. Yay! Yeah. And we hope you've knee slapped, laughed with us when we've done it <laughs> and clapped. And yep. uh, we're looking forward to sort of like, you know, carrying this little journey on. Yeah, it's been quite fun. I've really yeah. enjoyed it. Even if no one listens to this, it's our <laughs> <Yeah>. own therapy. <laughs> yeah. How much do you charge? <laughs> <laughs>